Listen to The Morning Cry on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. In the book of Luke, chapter 16, specifically I read from verse 1, Jesus told us a parable of a dishonest manager or steward who was accused, note the word accused, of wasting his master's good. I was called to give account of his stewardship. Our Lord Jesus Christ told us that this man said within himself, What shall I do? Knowing his stewardship was going to be taken from him by his master. He went to the debtors of his master to reduce their debt body. And by so doing, aimed to secure for himself a better life after his stewardship was over. And in verse 8, of Luke chapter 16, our Lord Jesus Christ commended this man. Let us pray together. Our Father, it is our prayer today that you reveal the wisdom of life on earth here unto us, even in the example of this unjust man, through your Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you turn your Bible to the book of Luke chapter 16, verse 8, and I read the Bible says, and the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Now it is important to note that Jesus was not commending this man's dishonesty, but was drawing a very important comparison between the steps that this man took to secure a better place and a better life for himself after he is called to give account of his stewardship. In that Luke chapter 16, verse 4, the exact word from this man was, I am resolved what to do, that when I'm put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. Now, if you read the passage, you will note the following. Number one, that the steward has been accused. You see that in verse 1. And we all have accusers. Whether we like it or not, Satan, the Bible called him the accuser of brethren. He will accuse you of unfaithfulness. For those times that you were slack about the things of God, he's going to accuse you before God of negligence, of lassitude, of disobedience, and many more. Oh, just as he did when he contended for the body of Moses in the book of Jude, verse 9, as we were told. The devil will accuse men before the Lord and his angels. But two things we would see here is that his master has told him that he should come to give account of his stewardship. Now you can interpret this as a final account, which ends his stewardship. As the master has said, he can no longer be a steward. And you see this in verse 2. And this is sure that every one of us, someday, sometime, will give account. Now, this man thought in his heart, what shall I do? Knowing he could not dig or beg, he decided in his heart what he would do. The King James Version of the Bible uses the word resolve in his heart. While this at resolution this man had was wrong in the action, there was something commendable. He thought about what will be left of him when his stewardship is taken from him. 
And so he resolved to use what he has in his hands today to purchase for himself a better life for himself after his stewardship. And our Lord Jesus Christ commended him for just this action and Christ called her wisdom. That is, thinking and preparing for life after our sojourn on earth is complete. Now it should be noted that the wisdom in this man's action is not the method he used. For what is expected of a worldly man, but a worldly method. Christ is not here saying that the children of light should deploy worldly means and methods in the pursuit of heaven. But rather, to use the resources, both physical and spiritual, they have on earth here to secure a better end in life eternal. Are there not many believers today, children of light so-called, whose whole end of seeking the Lord is this world? Christians who must use God and God's resources, like prayer, fasting, to advance pecuniary gain, all which perish in this world, and not for once pay attention to laying up their treasures in heaven. Jesus Christ said, lay up your treasures in heaven. You can lay it up while you are here on earth in heaven. There are Christians who will never pray thy kingdom come. They don't seek the kingdom of God. Are you like that? Neither would they pray that will be done on earth, but rather will focus on give us this day our daily bread. Now note, they are not asking for spiritual bread, but for physical bread. And these people I call daily bread Christians. And you might hear from such statements like, Jesus should not come at this time. Because I want to be this in this world. I want to be that in this world before Christ comes. And so, the race they are running on like this unjust man who was preparing for his own life after the end of his stewardship. But many believers today are pursuing life on earth before the end of their stewardship. You see? And that's why Christ said, the children of the world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Someone once said, there are three classes of men. Those who believe one thing is needful. And they choose that one thing, the better part of it, and they try to get the best of it. Those who find eternity and pursue it. These are not the ones that Christ is mentioning here that the children of the world are better than. There are also other people. They believe in the world. And they live for it. And every action they take is for the world. These are the people of the world. Now, there are those who believe in eternity. But they live half of their life for this world. This is not wisdom. Jesus said, let your eyes be single. And your body too will be single. This unjust steward was lesser focused on his goal, knowing his own sojourn and stewardship has come to an end, or will soon come to an end. The people of the world, when they mean business, they really mean business. If they want to serve the world, they serve the world. But what Jesus was referring to here is that many so-called believers are not so wise to follow God and live for eternity. They leave one hand for the world and the other hand for God. They double deal. They edge their best. 
So what lessons can we learn again from this man? And from this parable, Christ is our master, who said unto us, Occupy till I come. In his last command, he said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We are stewards of Christ, and we shall give account of our stewardship. And let this be clear, that we are not here referring to ministers only. We are not referring to pastors. We are not referring to, 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 to bishops. Because human life itself is stewardship. We are stewards, whether as men or as Christians. Every owner of any property or possession is a steward of that property. Be it children, be it job, be it money, materials, wisdom, whatever it is. It is God's possession in our hands. The Bible says, the head is of the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and them that dwell in it. Men are stewards with regards to our talents, our time, our money, our physical, mental and moral abilities all belong to God. And with respect to privileges that we have on this earth, on this side of eternity, that others do not possess, it is God's possession, God's special gift unto you in your hands. What are you using it for? Are you using it just for your own self? God has given you opportunities in life that many other people do not have. What are you using it for? May I quickly mention that we all will give account of all these privileges that we have on this side of eternity unto God. Also, may I say that the day of reckoning is coming. It is certainly coming, during which we must all give account of our stewardship. And let no man say, I don't know the opportunities that I have on this side of the world. For every man has a privilege. There's something that can be done for God. There's something that can be done for eternity. There's something that can be laid up right from here. On the day of reckoning, it will matter if we have spent our time, our moments, our opportunities to serve the purpose of our Creator, of our Master who died on the cross for us. While the day of reckoning may be uncertain as to the specific time, let no man say, I know not when, and then neglects to use God's given privileges, like that man who decided to go through the talent that has been given unto him to go bury it on the, under the floor. The day will surely come, and no man may be able to avert it. And if we have used our time, talents, and treasures, the opportunities and privilege God bestowed on us aright, we will reap the reward of everlasting life and blessedness. And the same way, any unfaithfulness to the responsibility that God has given unto us will result in eternal disgrace and everlasting rebuke. What can we learn from these actions? This unjust steward took First, it resolved in his path. We must be resolute. The question for you is, what is your own resolve? Is it this world or heaven? This unjust steward took steps in the direction of his resolve. What daily step are you taking to secure a better place for yourself after life on this earth is over? You see that this unjustly word executed his resolution programmatically, one after the other, with focus. But that I mean step by step, 
with one goal in mind, a better life after his stewardship comes over. We must take steps day by day towards heaven, towards a journey to the heavenly kingdom. And it must be with focus. This steward acts so as to secure benefits for the debtors without any pecuniary benefit to himself. And this points to the moral of this parable. Beneficent to others, to lay our treasures in heaven, to seek the good of others, and not just the good of ourselves. I ask again as I wrap up, what is your own resolve on life after this world? What action are you taking day after day? And how do these actions advance your resolve? When you assess the work of your day, how does it advance the work of God? I pray the Lord God will give us wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you.